What's up, guys? This is going to be a two-part episode. We're going to be talking about our COVID experiences, how we went through it, and how it affected us. Um, the first part will be about me, Shar. And the second part will be my story, and we both talk about how we persevered through it. Yes. This so is part one. Yes. Thank you. Your pussy is calling my name. That dude, Drake, is bussing, bussing. Bussing, bussing. I'm not going to lie, though. When I first listened to it, I kind of wasn't feeling it. And then you kind of explained it to me. And I was like, yes, this is... This is what this is who Drake is. Yes. This is what he has been giving us. I think we were so spoiled on on him going hard with the rap. Yeah, with the rap for shit. So long. That we was like, what the fuck is this? I know. When I heard this shit, I was like, Drake. Yeah. yeah. And also he knew what he was doing. He dropping did. it on Pride Month, knowing the gays are from the turnout, turn up. Putting it with the dance tracks. Yeah. He knew. Also, Beyonce dropped her song too, and I'm like, okay, everybody trying to be, everybody's going dance Mm -hmm. this, you know. Man, but yeah, the album was really good. I'm I'm obsessed. Like I, it's all I'm listening to. Period. It's literally all I'm listening to. Period. Your pussy. (laughs) It's calling mine. Your pussy. (laughs) Your pussy. (laughs) What's up, guys? We're back. I mean, this last couple of weeks have been a little much crazy last week jody was ignoring me for like five days i literally was not (laughs) okay (laughs) 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 after i don't know why we started talking again she just like randomly messaged me and i messaged back or whatever Mm -hmm. or vice versa um and she was like i thought you were mad at me and i was like i thought you were mad at me because i was like this bitch is not talking to me <laughs> but i was like you know like maybe she needs some space or whatever because we that's do get those moments sometimes that's literally what ex- exactly what i was thinking yeah it's like maybe jody just needs some space maybe she's tired of my black ass no so, could never sister could never I'm but like, honey she was doing the exact same thing i was doing too once i got home from work <sighs> yeah literally knocking the, the fuck, fuck out, out. <laughs> yeah <laughs> we some tired bitches yes ma'am but we're back and um disrespectful damn we're okay excuse me now all of a sudden everybody trying to (laughs) kiki pee pee poo poo you know what i mean so um yeah um these last couple weeks have been pretty cool pretty chill like not chill in a sense of like more chill in the sense of like it's been cool yes it's been work a lot but still it's been our, i feel like our mental has been chilling for the past couple yeah. weeks which has been nice yeah like right. we, we've still been go 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 but we've just been like taking it easy on ourselves yeah which, trying to yeah. be very mi- more mindful about the choices that we make and yeah you know the things that we do because we get in our moods and we get in our spaces and um it feels good to take those moments, those dead moments where you're like, okay, let me just chill. Let me relax. Let me watch a TV show. Take care of my body. Yes. Let me take a bunch of naps. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, whatever. Regardless, I'd be taking my naps. But, you know, I've been, you know, chilling on that shit. But um, we also just got some new tattoos. I got one on my neck and some on my hands. And I just got a bunch on my hands. Yeah. Your girls are tatted more than ever. Period. You know, we're tatted, edgy girls. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucking dead. Um, 
Yeah, so this past weekend was Juneteenth. And, honey, when I tell y'all, it was a kiki. I'm really sad that Jody didn't come out. I, okay, I went out Friday. But what did you do Friday? No. Yes. You went out? Yes, that's when Homegirl came over. So oh, okay. So Myra came over. Yeah. And we were, we, me and Shaw was just planning on drinking wine because we were like, all right, Sunday, we're going to do the most the most and uh i died friday and when i tell y'all when i die i'm out for the count for two days like all of saturday i was dead and i woke up sunday and i was still dead i was like mccann gonna wait it's not happening yeah but my ass i turned into a zombie bitch i take another shot and i'm ready (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready so friday night we tried to we went to this after party thing well first we watched the new j-lo movie and drank Netflix, a shit ton of wine. And drank a shit ton of wine. We did our nails and kind of just chilled and hung out. But opinions on the JLo movie, it was it was <laughs> okay. It wasn't horrible, but it was giving very homecoming vibes. Yeah. But not in a good way. Yeah, no. Um, But hey, I mean, can't can everybody be Beyonce? <laughs> yeah. Um, Some people are trying. Uh, yeah. But anyways. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we went out. We ended up going to after hours because we ended up not even go. Because by the time like she came over, my friend Sam, by the time she came over, we were already we were already drinking. It was already late. It was already almost ten, and then we started watching the J Lo movie, and then yeah. we finally started getting ready and stuff. And she suggested. Um, after hours so we went to her place she changed then we stopped at a bar that was close by it was around midnight by this time yeah and we took a shot we took a couple shots but mind you we were already drinking previously we were drinking wine a lot so she ordered tequila shots and i'm not a tequila girl but you know hey a shot is a shot you feel me so we take the shots and we're just already fucked up i left fucked up yeah we like yeah we left the apartment fucked up and then we took a shot at this other place and then we went to this after hours place and she ordered us more drinks and like we were just done like we were done for the count literally (laughs) i blacked out yeah we when we got to the app see people out here in la are so funny we got to the to the after hours place and this bitch really thought she did a number this girl was like the lady that was in the front, she's like, it's usually typically $50 each, but today I'll give it to you guys for 20 Like, no, bitch. Oh. It was probably 20 the whole time, bitch, and you're just trying to act like you did something, but oh you didn't. God. I kind of remember that. I kind of do. And I'm like, girl, bye. <laughs> and we got in there, and that shit was wackety-whack-whack. Girl. But also, like I said, it was after hours, so usually, from what I've known and from what I've heard, after hours usually don't get cracking until about 2 or 3. Yeah, was that the one where we went upstairs? Yes. Okay, so that was the first place. Yeah. So that didn't really go very well. No, that was the last place that we went to. Oh, damn. Because remember the first. Oh, yeah. We went, oh, yeah. I forgot. We went to another place, but we couldn't get in um, because they were already closing. It, I, oh. Shit, that was like one thirty or 1. Damn. Damn. What time Girl. Girl. <laughs> Yo, I don't even remember what time we got Girl, to the fucking after hours. I I must have blocked out. I don't I don't remember anything. Yeah. I blacked out. I 
Yeah, because Jody needed to go to the restroom and she went upstairs that was and the got last chased place. by somebody. No, that was the second place. It was not. The third place is when we seen Homeboy and Homeboy. I thought that was the same fucking place, bitch. No, two different places. Girl. Yeah, so. I got chased by security, you guys. Cause yeah. Because <laughs> she needed to take a fat shit. Uh, no. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to fucking pee. And the, somebody was opening a door and they wouldn't let me in to go back to pee. They were like, we're closing. Sorry. Shaw was like, bitch, run. So I ran to the door. I got through and they're screaming my name and I'm running upstairs and I hear security running after me, bitch. I get upstairs like I'm I just keep running all the way and it's just offices and they're open and there's nowhere else. And I'm like, fuck, I'm going to jail. <laughs> like, and then one of them, one of the people came to get me and he was like, I just was acting very confused. I mean, I was, but I just started acting very confused. And I was like, I don't know what's going on. I was just trying to use the bathroom like I'm scared, like, please help. And he was like, what's your name? I told him my name. And he was like, I'll take you to the bathroom. I was like, that's all I fucking wanted. Damn. They were making a big ass deal about it. They did. They, make it, the they made it like, such a huge deal. Up, and like, then he like waited for me and then walked me out. He's probably listening to you, Pete, dude, to make sure. He <laughs> probably. Dead. But um, yeah, that was that was a really weird and random night. Yeah. Then and we then, lost each other. Yeah. We lost each other for a little bit because of Jody because she can't see. And I'm fucked up. And she ain't got her glasses <laughs> on. <laughs> But, yeah, and then the next morning, I ended up going to fucking work. Girl, I don't know how you did that. Did you make it on time? Did I make it on time? Let me think. Yeah. 7 to 12. No. Yes. You did. I was 15 minutes late. I was, it was 7.15, so it wasn't too bad. Wow. And I took a lift. How the fuck? Oh. And I still, honey, when I tell y'all, a bitch like me, I don't care if y'all think this is dirty or this is whatever. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> when I am fucked up the night before and it is past 2 a.m., I go to sleep like I am a, in a motherfucking coffin. <laughs> I close my eyes. I open them back up. I brush my teeth and I leave. Because I don't give a fuck. I will go with, and I still look cute. She does. It's so fucking like it don't annoying. even it don't even look like oh the God. makeup from the night before. It's no. just just beat. She be coming in like, hey girl, and I'm like, ooh, damn bitch, but, like you got all dressed up. But I guess it's not that bad because it's kind of like, you know, like you take the shower the night before you wake up to go to work. So technically, usually before I go out, I take a shower first. I get ready. I do my full beat. But then also I'm out doing the most. I'm like, you out doing Being the most. Nice. So, but it's not that bad. But I just, I was fucked up at work. I was shit faced at work. Girl. And I was still slaying these bitches. I'm I sure you were. I was doing the damn thing. And then after that, I was trying to convince the Jody, j- convince Jody to come back out, but she wasn't down. I was so drunk. Yeah. But like, I literally went to work and then I literally came home. I did a client at home. Then I took a nap for maybe not even an hour. Woke back up, took a shower, beat my face again, and went out again. Like, oh, my God. And was out, like, damn near the whole. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I was out the whole night. You were. Did you come home, like, in the morning? Yeah. Girl. Yeah, I left. I left my place around 5 p.m., 5 or 6 p.m. to get to this uh, Juneteenth event that was literally fucking amazing and i've just seen so many beautiful black men so many beautiful black women women it was just like such a great event i met so many cool people 
um and it was just super fun oh but god. they facetimed me and i was like damn that looks lit yeah oh my god all but the people I that were passing drunk. by honey oh yeah <laughs> i was girl i just and they were because we had like the little vip bracelets so girl we were getting free drinks so i was just downing them like a twat yeah but i was still living the all like for it. then after that another one of my friends that like not really my friend but like kind of my friend but like i'm trying to be his friend but like not in a weird way like i don't know it's weird it's a weird dynamic but he invited me to a table that he was at at bungalow i'm not sure if anybody knows where that's at but he invited me to a table at bungalow and we went, we went over there and we were getting fucked up there so like we were just out all night just being hot ass messes and then sunday I got out again. <laughs> Yo. What did I do Sunday? Oh, Sunday I went kayaking yeah. with my friends. And then after that, we went to another Juneteenth event. And then after that, everybody came over. Yeah. We were drinking. We were vibing with these two guys that I met. Or one of them, I met him and he brought his friend. And it was such a vibe. Such, like They were so fun. Yeah. We were playing... We were playing heads up and just enjoying the night, yeah. drinking, just having a great time. It, it was, was like... Kiki. Yeah. It, it, just made, it just made me feel good. Like, damn, like... I mean, not to toot my own horn or suck my own dick, but I'm fun as fuck. Like, <laughs> me and my friends, we're all fun as fuck. It's and true. we just be giving the vibes. Yeah. Like, we just, you know, we bring new the people, vibes. period. Like, hey, period. We give the vibes. <laughs> but on, on a depressing note, no, I'm just <laughs> um, Yeah, this episode, um, I just want to talk about how COVID, you know, how it happened. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we still have some trauma from it, but I want to tell my personal story of how it affected me and, um, you know, my mental health and, um, you know, Jody will have a chance to talk about, you know, her experience as well. But I just feel like everybody's not alone. Like we're all kind of, you know, trying to get back into the rhythm, trying to get back into you know, structure mm-hmm. and discipline and, you know, that whole thing. And I feel like it's good to talk about this kind of stuff because the more that you bottle it in, the, you know, the more you're dri- you'll drive yourself crazy. Like, even if you're just talking to your friends about it or talking to family about it, and I know that we've all had shitty experiences. And if you didn't have a shitty experience, congratulations. Right. But I feel like a lot of us went through some really, really tough times, like moments where you felt like, damn, like I can't get out of this shit. So I just want to tell you guys my, you know, my experience and maybe it will motivate you or maybe it would make you be like, damn, like, you know, like maybe mine wasn't that bad or like, you know, just, I just want people to listen and to you know feel better and understand that you're not alone we're all struggling you know trying to get back to a somewhat of a normal but then at the same time like was it even normal before that like i just feel like life has always been you know choices and i feel like i definitely realized a lot of shit and started to you know take a lot of things with just a grain of salt and also knowing my worth and valuing my friends and valuing certain friendships, you know, because, you know, people show their true colors when you're at your worst. Oh, definitely. You know? And you would expect your people, your friends or whoever you're around to really, you know, be there for you and to be, you know, go through it together. Because technically we were all going through the same shit 
together, but everybody had, you know, different experiences. So yeah, um it was just it, it was just crazy. The fact that like who would have thought that we would ever be going through a pandemic. I know. And like for us uh for us like we went through it like in our formative years. So they call it right like two years of our lives that we'll never get back. Yeah. Our mid 20s were yeah. taken away. Like we're on the other side of 20 now. Yeah. And like yeah because I I think what when when it started I was 23. 20. I, so was I. Yeah, so we, we turned 24 and 25 and fucking 26 yeah, during COVID. Through COVID. Yeah, and I'm about to be 27 this year. Yeah. Both of us. Mm-hmm. Coming up. It's crazy. Because it doesn't feel like it. Exactly. I feel like I've missed a huge chunk of my life Yeah. that I wasn't expecting, you know, to happen. Not Same. like I'm, you know, you never know what happens. That's why everybody says take, you know, with your life it's so short, you know, you never know what to expect. You never know what's going to happen. So just try to do your best every single day yeah. and try to, you know, I mean, I'm sure everybody's going through mental health and stuff like that, but also it's, you know, try to do your best because yeah. you never know what will transpire the next day or what will happen or how life will affect you. But throughout the whole pandemic, like it was, it was already a lot before that but it was crazy because before the pandemic when I used to work at my job I was able to um I was able to do doubles at work like I was on my shit like I like work 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 like still play still party but also work like I was doing the absolute most and never like I never had to actually sit and force myself to evaluate myself and evaluate my friends and evaluate my living situation because I was so on the go and I really just didn't pay attention to these things and also I'm the type of person where I consider myself of having selective memory I choose to forget things I choose to not remember things because either trauma or because I just don't want to think about certain things. And during the pandemic, it definitely forced me to have to really sit and think about who Char is and what my goal is and why am I here and what am I doing? And before I was kind of just floating on a whim, you know, I was doing hair, but it was never like very like serious, serious. Because when I first moved out here to L.A., it was 2018. Well, not my first first time, but the very last time with my last experience. And it was it was pretty fucked up because it just felt like, you know, a bunch of things were happening one after another. And it just felt like a really weird cycle. I'm definitely going to talk about that on another episode is my third time coming out to L.A. and how it trickled into, you know, uh, the pandemic and shit. But um. Yeah, like I was doing the most, I was working, I was pushing myself, and then, you know, the pandemic hit. And once it hit, it really fucked me up because I was living in a, alone in a really small studio. My parents are over six and a half hours away, a six and a half hour drive away. Um, you know, my brother, he's somewhere completely different. My grandpa, who was like my father, he passed away literally a couple of months after I had moved to L.A., and that was like someone that I spoke to consistently over the phone and told him everything. So 
the one person that I wanted to speak to and wanted to express myself to, he was never, he, he wasn't able to experience, you know, everything that I experienced and whatever, but I'm also glad that he left before the pandemic, because if he was here, you know, that would have been even shittier to watch him suffer through if he caught it or if anything happened. But it was pretty, it was pretty shitty. Like, so I was living alone in my little studio apartment. I still had my friends, but I, I didn't really pay attention to how they, you know, treated me or if they valued me or if they're whatever, because, you know, you have your party friends and then you have your people that you talk to, you express yourself to. And I kind of mixed that both in with the one group of friends that I was with. And I thought that like, okay, I can confine these people, but then also I can party with these people, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, they have my back. All of them have my back. And this is one lesson that really, really resonated. Like when I went through the pandemic was you need to have your own back through anything and through everything. Like if you do not have your own back, it doesn't matter. Yes, you might have a boyfriend. Yes, you might have family. Yes, you might have whatever. But you should always have your own back. Always have something to back up whatever because at the end of the day like you're by yourself yeah and it definitely it made me feel that way but during the pandemic okay one thing about me is i'm (laughs) you guys already know i have depression and anxiety and shit but i'm a hypochondriac as well okay so anytime i get a headache anytime i get a sneeze anytime i get anything i've said this before that i literally go into panic mode and i'm calling everybody saying i'm dying yeah i can't breathe um set up my funeral um she she really does she really like, does <laughs> <laughs> for no like it's just it's so sad but like i don't know it's 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 fucking funny but i was living by myself and like the way that the the pandemic was being portrayed through like social media and through whatever honey i was like attack like i was stuck in my apartment i was like i will not be outside i'm pretty sure everybody was like that yeah because where were, were you by yourself when you during not the when pandemic? it started okay no. you were with your roommate yeah i was with my roommate in noho but i was scared to yeah. go outside well we i remember the first time we went outside to go to target bitch and girl we had two masks we had on we had on like full layers we had on two pairs of gloves like we brought wipes with us to wipe everything down like when people were close we were like back the fuck up like it was crazy yep and that's exactly how i was too i was even when i would get like my amazon packages wipe that shit i would wipe it down like i would grab it with gloves wipe it down spray it with bleach like (laughs) i would like be doing the absolute absolute most. most um so that was you know the beginning the first couple of months of the pandemic and then slowly you know i the same friend group that i had i was you know always in contact with them or whatever but it started to slowly die down as we all kind of live separate areas and whatever so it literally gave me the chance to really sit and to really you know acknowledge myself and acknowledge my thoughts and stuff which honestly drove me crazy it literally i spiraled 
almost every single day. Like I tried so hard to create content. Like, okay, at least during this whole time I can create content. And then, you know, everybody during the pandemic was like, if you don't if you don't come out of this without learning something or having yeah. a new experience or something, you just wasted your time and you just whatever. But it's like, do you understand how certain people's brains work? Yeah. Some people just couldn't fathom it. Some people couldn't understand what was going on. And for you to think that I'm supposed to come out here some motherfucking genius or like learn something new, which I, I mean, there was a couple of things that I, you know, worked on or whatever and that I found myself doing. But at the same time, it was like, it was a lot. I would take crazy long ass unnecessary naps because I was just mm -hmm. so like from literally driving myself insane. I was tired from literally going crazy and trying to find all these different things to do and to learn and to do whatever because you can only order so much stuff off an am off of Amazon. I'm telling you. You can only, you know, go to the grocery store and get as many, you know, certain things that you, you know because at the time like I didn't drive I don't have a car I still don't have a car I'm a fucking amazing driver but I just don't have a car currently because of certain situations that had happened but like I couldn't just hop in my car or whatever I have to walk or I have to take public transportation but I couldn't take public tra transportation because I didn't want to touch anything I didn't want to be around too many people and then I would walk to the store but if I needed to bring back a bunch of shit you know getting a lift getting this getting that it was just it was a lot you know, so I felt like I was just spiraling every single day. And the fact that we had to go through that for like a whole year. But then my dumbass, after about maybe six months of the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah, that's when I started to kind of like chill a little more. Like I wasn't so crazy because I think I caught it Um, because what had happened i was fine for uh, like the first six or seven months and then i was like okay it's starting to slow down and people are saying it's not as bad because in the beginning they were all saying like you're gonna die like it's gonna fucking burn your insides and you're gonna sneeze and cough and die and whatever so i was just like okay like i definitely can't go anywhere yeah. but after that like i was like okay they're saying young people are kind of like making it alive out of this so you know, it is what it is. Let me start taking, like, friends that are, like, house clients or whatever in my little apartment. Because, yes, during the pandemic and during that time that I was chilling, I did learn new things about myself. I was like, okay, braiding is something that I'm kind of willing to get into and to maybe take it further when I get out of the pandemic. Yeah. And same thing with cooking. Like, I started cooking up all kinds of shit and trying to meal prep and stuff. And I'm like, okay. I kind of fuck with this. Like, this is cool. I like cooking, whatever. So I had a friend come over and um, she came with her baby. And I did color on her. Mind you, we were wearing masks the whole time. And we were talking. We were fine. So we ended up having to go to the hair store because we needed to pick up color for more color because she just didn't have enough. So we go we get the color. Mind you, we're friends, we're chilling or whatever. So we're, we're like, fuck it, let's go to Starbucks. We go to Starbucks, we grab our drinks, so we take off our masks. So we're talking and vibing and whatever. Not really paying attention, you know, like not really thinking about it. Y'all, I got home, I finished her hair. My body reacts to things so quickly. Yeah. And my body instantly knew 
what the fuck was up. I literally sat down, like I was cooking or whatever. I was eating and I was like, why does this taste like this? And then out of nowhere, like I swear, it was like a wave of like, I was like, oh fuck, I fucking have COVID. Yeah. And then literally right after my mind clicked and I realized that I had it, she texts me. She's like, hey, my coworker just told me she tested positive for COVID and I was around her. I would say go get a test because you might possibly have it because I think I have it. And I was like, bitch, I think I have it too. Oh my God. So I was like, great. (laughs) Oh, great. But yeah, so I ended up having it and I was so sick and I couldn't taste for almost two weeks. It was like 14 days. I couldn't taste. But it wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be, but it was still shitty. And also when you overthink things, I feel like in it um enhances it and makes it worse so that's kind of what had happened with me and then um all of my friends ended up catching covid around the same time too is around the holidays so we all ended up meeting up with each other and just all being uh quarantined in the same house just so we wouldn't all be alone or whatever and it worked out we cooked for each other we hung out everybody had medicine everybody was cool and then um after that that's when everything hit the fan with the friends and everything because it was just so many situations that were just going on with like drama and things like that and I think after you know being in the house for so long by myself and then hanging out with these people once again and experiencing you know staying with them for that whole almost 14 days of you know being you know having COVID it kind of made me realize like are these really the people that I want to to be around and you know get out of the pandemic and still Mm. associate myself with because I just felt like maybe there's a shift in me that needs to happen because I've been hanging out with these people for so long and being so caught up in their drama and their lives and their boyfriend girlfriend this and I hate this person and just talking shit about each other and just drama 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 do you think it's the like it was the drama of being there and like actively like you felt like your eyes were open and you could see how this is how it's always been. And yeah. you were like, I that's not me anymore. Yeah, definitely. And it was like, Shar, you were able to spend almost six and a half months by yourself. It wasn't perfect and it wasn't easy. There were nights where I literally cried and cried and cried. because I'm like, I hate being alone. But I was like, maybe this is what I needed. And maybe, you know, obviously not the pandemic and obviously not catching COVID. But maybe this separation from these people and separation from this lifestyle and situations that this is what I needed to elevate myself. Mm-hmm. But I still ended up finding myself even at like till this day, I found myself putting myself back into a situation. But now that I've experienced the situation and now that I see who are my true friends, who are the people that I want to be around and what I need to do. Cause before I couldn't see that before the pandemic and before spending so much time by myself, it was very hard for me to cut people off and very hard for me to analyze people and to really think about things. But now I finally got to a point where I'm like, okay, if I notice that someone is doing something that does not align with my 
personality and doesn't align with who I am and doesn't align with my morals, my respect towards people, whatever, I don't need to be around these people. Yeah. So during the pandemic, it definitely helped me realize that stuff and take more faster action on how to handle these situations. Because recently I've been in a situation with a person and before the old char would be like, oh, I'm like, I'll get over it or like whatever. But I'm like, no, bitch, you fucked everything up. So no, now we're, we're done. We're not good. Like, and I felt like it, I can handle these situations now. Yeah. And I don't panic as much as I did because during the pandemic, you know, I panicked myself into a frenzy to the point where now I'm like, I don't give a fuck anymore. Like I can't keep panicking and, Especially one thing that I've, one quote and one thing that I realized is that if I can't physically change this right now or if I can't change whatever is in front of me, then I'm not going to stress about it and I'm not going to overthink myself through it and I'm not going to whatever. If I can't do anything about it right now in this moment or if I can't physically do anything to it or whatever the situation is, then I'm not going to overwhelm myself and overthink myself into a frenzy. Like this podcast is called. It is it what, is it, what is. it is. Exactly. So throughout that whole time, like it just made me realize like, okay, maybe this, this group, maybe these, you know, there's nothing wrong with these people. Everybody's, everybody's elevating. Everybody's in their own situation. But also I felt like I was mid, I guess you can say. Yeah, you had I'm a like, shift. Yeah. I'm like, I have way too much talent and way too much things that I need to be focusing on and I'm wasting my time partying, hanging out, doing like there's nothing wrong with partying and hanging out or whatever, but choose wisely. Yeah. Yeah. Like I had to choose wisely on my partying and my turning up and my hanging out, like hanging out at the crib and just, you know, which wasn't bad, but just, being around the right people when you do it yeah if that makes sense i don't know how to like it's hard to it's kind of it's hard like to explain they always say to be around people that makes you want to constantly stay leveled up yeah and like that's what you needed yeah and i felt like i was around a lot of people that were either complacent or good where they were good where, yeah where they were or they did want to level up but it was like in a different kind of like it just wasn't obviously it was just different Mm -hmm. we were just very different people and also you guys you know during the pandemic the whole blm thing and you know i was the only i was the only black well we had another friend but i feel like i'm more in tune with this kind of stuff because of because of my experiences and because of what i went through as a young black woman that i'm more in tune with these things than i than the other person that was in our group but majority of the people in our group were not black yes so it was hard to connect it was hard for them to understand it was hard for them to get a clue because they in their mind they never experienced it so it's like it never has happened to them yeah so mind you we're going through a pandemic we're going through like a you know black lives matter crisis we're just it's just so many things that were just happening and happening and happening and i could have suffered i could have you know i could have really spiraled and really you know stayed in it stayed in it off myself like i could have did did so many things but i chose to rise i chose to 
you know, I'm not in the perfect position, but I will say that I do feel like I'm mentally leveled up and I'm happy that, you know, it happened. And I'm happy that I kind of went through that rut and that shitty place and, you know, dealt with that kind of shit because it makes you appreciate things a lot more and thing and you would think that you know coming out of a pandemic that everybody would kind of have that mindset but not a lot of people do i feel like it's kind of the opposite now people are just acting fucking crazy yeah (laughs) but me personally i feel like damn like i've learned i learned so many things of being patient being understanding and knowing my worth and knowing you know who i'm hanging out with and just making sure that i handle every situation with with a grain of salt but also with my moral compass if things don't work out or if things don't whatever then i need to separate myself from certain situations and the pandemic definitely gave me a chance to do that but it was just it was such a shitty experience but also good and like I don't know like I just I thank God you know that I'm you know that I'm where I'm at right now I still struggle with you know consistency and you know because during the pandemic like everything was everywhere I wasn't working I wasn't whatever but then also like right after the pandemic happened when we were able to start going back to work I got in an accident and I can't really speak much about it but that fucked me up even more because I was like, damn, like now I'm all excited to go back to work, get back, get back on my shit, like do whatever. And then boom, this happens. So now I have to suffer even more longer than it needs to be dragged on. And like, I just felt like it was just one thing after another, one thing after another. But I was able to get myself out of that rut and, you know, finally, like I'm barely right now, I feel like. But no, I feel like these last couple of months. I feel like I've came a long way. I, I'm the type of person that like, I'm proud of what I'm I've done. Yeah. But I'm also one of those people that are like, had a bunch of milestones, but sometimes don't acknowledge them for myself. Yes. And I have great friends around around me that do help me point out these milestones. Like, damn bitch, like you did that or like whatever. But sometimes I'm not my number one fan yeah which as i should be exactly and i'm working on that but i've done a lot i've come through you know a lot and i've found myself in certain things i'm still working on it but it took a lot to get to this point but you know just finding that structure finding that discipline you know finding all that was just it was just really really hard